Welcome back to Hashtag Ask Living TV. Guys, this is your host, Brad and Jess, and we had a very amazing show for you. It's always amazing up here on Ash Living TV. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the show. Yep, we talked a lot about different subjects. We didn't even argue with each other this time. This time. If you time. can believe that. Although Jessica talked about her period. Oh, enjoy ah! the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Hashtag Ask What the What the Live Lean TV. I was almost going to sing, and then I was like, no, y'all don't want to hear that. We don't need you to sing because I'm the one with the singing chops and the rapping chops in this family. Not really. Yeah, you don't want to hear me, no. All right, guys, so this is the show. If you haven't uh, watched any yet, you've missed 38 shows if you haven't missed any or if you haven't watched any yet. So go back and watch some other shows. But if this is your first one, this is the uh, series where we take your questions on social media. When you hashtag them, ask live lean TV, not hashtag ask TV, not what I said last week. <laughs> Make sure you get it right because that's the only way we can find your questions. People are like, I asked you a question three weeks ago or four months ago and I still haven't got answered. You probably didn't use the right hashtag. Mm -hmm. Just put it out there. But most of you do use the right hashtag, well, we I'm think, guessing. They think we, we think, think they do, because we don't know But otherwise. we're getting a, a lot of questions, which is trying, what I'm trying to say. So thank you all for participating in this show. We really appreciate your you know, interest and, yeah. and your activity yeah. and your involvement. Yeah. So awesome job. By the way, I'm Jess, and this is Brad, and this is our channel, Live Lean TV, which is all about helping you yeah. so live lean. If so you guys welcome. want your questions, put them on social media. So Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook right here, people right here. If you don't use some of those, at least you hopefully use one of them. All right, first question on YouTube from Kelly Lynn says, hey guys, I'm 14 years old and I don't have access to your workout programs, so I do Pop Pilates. It's really fun and I love it. I've gotten great results except for my abs. My butt is, is more lifted and my legs are stronger. Also, my arms are more toned and strong. My core has always been flat but I want to get abs. I don't know what to do. And I've been doing Papalates for like three months. Okay. <laughs> so cute. 14. Like I didn't even think about fitness until I was in my like early 20s. Well, I it, played, was, it didn't even like occur to me. Well, I played sports. So that was. Yeah, I did too. But I'm like, I'm just saying I wasn't like checking out my abs at that age. I don't think. But cool. If you are having a head start on your fitness is always awesome. Um, but one thing I would caution you is just to enjoy these years, focus on you know using activity for fun and not judging your body too yeah. much because you're still growing. You're not even fully grown yet. You're not at your adult height yet. You're not. You don't have your adult adult hormones yet. So I would say just kind of like relax on your fitness results for now. Just enjoy childhood and your teenage years and everything, and start training more seriously once you get over 18. Oh, answer her question. Don't be so mama like. Oh. I know. Now that I'm a mom, I really like sound like a mom, right? Yeah. All right, fine. You answer it. Well, she says, um, my core has always been flat, but I want to get abs. I don't know what to do. So uh, pop Pilates for like three months. So I don't really know what pop Pilates is, but... That's Cassie Ho, right? Yeah, I just yeah. don't know what it is. So Well, I think it's... Oh, yeah. I think it's a mixture of Pilates with like plyometrics is what I think. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway. But it's uh, not weight training, I don't think. Yeah, so it's... Uh, you know what? It's gonna come if you keep if whatever kind of workout you're doing or consistently doing, it's going to come with patience. So you know that's kind of like the punchline I've been saying here for many episodes. Many episodes <laughs> now 
it's uh, if you keep doing it and it's a good workout, like I said, I don't know what those workouts are like, but if it's a good workout, you're going to see results if you're eating healthy as well. And at 14, like let's like Jessica said, let's not focus entirely on your sole purpose and goal is to get abs at 14. Your sole purpose is to be a kid, have fun. But um, you know, working out is always a great thing when you're a kid. So keep doing that, keep being consistent. And if you're enjoying the workouts, Good, good on you. I bet everyone who's watching who's 14 is probably like, I'm not a kid. I know like you don't feel yeah, like you're a kid at that age. <laughs> you feel like you're, you know, a, an adult. Yeah. But just, you know, trust us that you have a long time yep. to work on your fitness after this. So, but, if, you know, so, okay. I would just and enjoy that childhood. Let me just put it this way as well. You say you have a flat abs, but you don't have abs. So your, your, your core has always been flat, but you don't have abs. So I just posted a video. It's free. It's on YouTube. You can just go watch it. 51 ways to blast your abs. Yeah, tons of so exercises. So there's 51 exercises. A yeah. lot of them are equipment free. Like you don't need to be in the gym. You can do them mm -hmm. at home. Yeah. Go watch that video. We'll link it up down below. And those will help you. If you're already like lean in the stomach, like you don't have a lot of body fat, they'll help sculpt and core and, and uh, shred up your core like you yeah. want to do. I so. dare you to do all 51 of them. And so go, <laughs> go do them. And you know, you're 14. I know you're on social media. So go post a video of you doing them. I want to see you guys doing the exercises that we put out there. There. I would love to see that. Okay, next question. Okay, so Belinda Slater on, is that Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. What do you feed your dog? Oh, <laughs> this is actually a good question. I'm glad you asked because we, it's been changing. we've had a little yeah. shift. Mm -hmm. um, a few weeks ago on our Live Lean Life vlog series, we showed us feeding Bruno uh, ground beef and we mixed in some spinach. And that was going well for a while. Sometimes we would give him egg or some like beef liver, chicken liver, or yeah. something like that with it. But um, we were doing like always homemade concoctions of taking like just human food, you know, and giving it to him raw. And we'd get a lot of questions and comments like, are you sure raw is healthy for dogs and everything? And honestly, if dogs were in the wild, they would be eating yeah. raw meat. Like that's what they eat. They don't go and like stir fry their meat. Yeah. And, and my other dog, Peyton, he had a tremendous, tremendous switch and not only his uh, body fat percentage, it's funny I'm talking about a dog, <laughs> body fat percentage, but like his fur coat, his energy, his uh, arthritis, it all got better when yeah. he ate a raw diet. And it was basically, uh, you pick up the food at a butcher, it was ground beef, there was some vegetables mixed in there, and he would eat like a pound of that a, a day or whatever it was. But anyway, back to the story. This did not necessarily work out as well with Bruno. Right. So he was having problems with his bowels, like mm -hmm. pooping. Some like constipation. He and, was going yeah. like a day to two days at a time without pooping. Um, it, it seemed like he was getting, he was the storing color that. Was darker. Yeah. yeah. So we basically decided to take him off of that, put him back on a formulated dog food. That's still raw. It's still raw. It's still just meat and vegetables, but it's, already formulated by somebody else, you know, that has different types of vegetables in there and different they types of... They include the right minerals and yeah. the right, you know, combination of macros and everything. So, you know, we were just experimenting, We that, which is the same thing we always tell you guys to do for your own diet is like experiment and see what works, what percentage of macros is best for you, what food types and what food amounts. The other thing is we were feeding them a little bit too much because when we switched yeah. over to our homemade food diet, we weren't quite sure what the... Um, 
conversion was and like you know if we were giving the same amount of calories and we just have these like little one cup containers that would fill up to give them but we found out that one cup of that was almost twice the calories yeah. as one cup of the frozen one that we were giving him so we you know unintentionally were overfeeding him and so we did notice he put a little weight on and that combined combined with the um constipation and it just it all wasn't a very good situation. I don't even think it was so. weight. I think it was just backup. Like, you just know. stuff was backed up. But anyway. Honestly, if you gain five pounds and you're not pooping, it's probably the poop. That's the story. And he's back on the same raw food. And I think it's what, Nature, Nature's Valley? It's or called something. Nature's Instinct. Nature's right? Instinct. Raw. I'm not sure the exact title. Yeah. But it is, we just buy it from, you know, any local pet store. We used to get it from it's our in the freezer local one in LA. Well. Now we get it from like Petco or something. But yep. yeah, it's in the freezer section. We keep it frozen. And we take it out a day early and then feed it to him like, you know, thawed. So that's what we do. Okay, next question on Twitter from Lisa Carlton says, are the fats in dark chocolate, 85% cacao, considered good fats? Mm, yeah, i say so. I think so. It's a plant fat. I think it's a saturated fat. Um, but yeah, I would definitely put that in the good fats category. I still would limit the amount you're eating per day. I don't recommend you eat an entire chocolate bar yeah. every day. I, I think people kind of confuse the idea of a chocolate bar, like a milk chocolate bar, like conventional, like Twix or whatever, Mr. Big Crunch, whatever. <laughs> all those, yeah, all those versus like a dark chocolate, 85% or 70% plus cacao. But that's what she's talking They're not about, comparable. Right? So right. it's like, yes, you could eat one Kit Kat bar, but that's not comparable to eating one dark chocolate bar. Like, I don't think anyone thinks Kit Kat is healthy though, right? She's not no, asking I'm not saying that. that. I'm just saying yeah. like from a from a perspective of eating, like it's like I don't want to go for a cheat and then go grab a full dark chocolate bar. It's only meant mm. to be like, you know, two to three of those little squares mm -hmm. is, you know, the healthy the portion size like of thick. that. Yeah. So yeah, no, go ahead. Um, like we, I have like um, dark chocolate, like almost every day, like a square or two of it. We usually pick it up. Multiple the, times per week. Yeah, least, maybe not every say, day. Yeah, maybe four times a week. Yeah, not daily. But like when you feel like you have like a little craving and it's such a rich flavor that you don't need a lot to satisfy your craving. So that's something that we wouldn't even count in our macros. I would count it in your macros if your goal is to transform. Um, but oh, if you're I, in maintenance mode, I would just like, you know, it's a, just a little amount. It's yeah. not going to really throw you off too much. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What, you would? No, I would still consider counter. Yeah, that's... In your maintenance mode, you would? Definitely. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, build so it in. So that's his build, advice. Build it in. Mine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have Anna Malocha says, hey, I have a question. I was at yoga class and before one position, the teacher said that if someone is on their period should not do it. My question is, are there some exercises you should or should not do while on your period? Well, Sounds like it's let me get into this with you because I'm very, very experienced in this question. Well there was one time when I was in the gym and I was doing this exercise. <laughs> You're going to cut in area? here any second. Like I'm I was like, just sitting back and letting <laughs> you have it. Okay, I'll just stay in my lane and let you talk about What's this What's funny one. is neither of us has a period right now, though, because I just had a baby and I haven't had it back. So too much information for y'all, but, you know, you're asking. So um, <laughs> I, about periods and working out. In my personal experience, I'm a female who's had a period my whole life, um, been working out for consistently for like 12 years now. I have always worked out 
during, before, and after, just all through the period days. I don't have any problem with that. And there are no exercises or moves that I specifically avoid when I'm on my period. I know a lot of yoga teachers will tell you don't do inversions, meaning going upside down, because this can like mess with the flow. Like you're supposed to flow downwards. And they're saying oh. that when you turn your body upside down, your flow goes here. the other way. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna write a program on. <laughs> How to train while you're no. on a period by but Brad Gastro. In my opinion, like if you're in that inversion for 30 seconds to a minute, you know, which is probably if you're not like an advanced yogi, you're probably not doing that upside down pose for very long. You're going to be fine. I wouldn't recommend going upside down for two hours on your period because who knows, you might cause a blood clot or something. But honestly, it's nothing to worry about. I've been doing it for 12 years. I'm still alive. I'd go ahead and go do whatever exercises you want on your period. And if you've seen my video about should you work out on your period, we can link that below. Um, you will find out my opinion on whether you should or should not work out during the days of your period. All right. Oh, you learned a little something today, didn't you? I ya? did. I'm just growing that knowledge up there. <laughs> just growing. Okay, next question from Dahlia Milan Vela on Twitter says, hey guys. What do you eat for comfort food, like when you're feeling blue or you've a cold or you want to feel home? Oh. Hmm. I know mine is obviously. <laughs> I know. That's so obvious. <laughs> it's so pizza with you every time. Zah. All the time. Actually, every no. Time. The, the other night we had uh, some decent burgers. Yeah, we actually, we were having kind of like a rough work day the other night and we were just like, you know, I think it got till 8 p.m. or something. We had no plan for dinner and we were stressed out and everything was crazy. So we did, we went and had a couple of burgers and one order of french fries shared. And so that was nice little like comfort food, kind of like a, I don't want to cook tonight, kind of what are we going to do sort of thing. Somebody else had something too though. <laughs> I may have had Froyo before that. Pre-burger. Yeah, on the way to the burger <laughs> I just, we want to be transparent with you guys Busted. because we, I know you need to know that we do this sort of thing sometimes and we're not perfect and our diet isn't a hundred percent on point. I, are you going to act like you're perfect? No, I was going to say I didn't have frozen yogurt. No, that's because Froyo and Brad. But she mix. shared two extra bites of her burger with me. I did. I'll take the meat over it. to dairy any day. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, other comfort foods I like, um, I cherry love pie. pasta. Yeah, and cherry pie is freaking top of my list for like things I would eat if See I was how well I know her. That. Yeah, you do know me. That was good. That was good. Um, I also, oh, what's one thing starts with an M that I really like and don't eat often, but I like it? Mexicali roses. Wait, what? Menus? No. <laughs> oh my God, no. Something. Meal planner software? Pretty much 100% sugar. Merengue pie? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just being an idiot. Marshmallows. Marshmallows. <laughs> I love them. And I feel like that's a terrible thing to love because they're in no way healthy for you. But um, it's a terrible I, might, thing to love. I might eat a couple of those around the holiday times or something that like that. That should be a name of a, of a song. A terrible thing that's... to love. <laughs> <laughs> Going on to the next question. Oh, my gosh. From uh, Twitter, from Leonie Just says, if my macros are already on point, will substituting protein powder for protein from food improve my results? If wait, so you want to replace protein powder with a food source? Of no, protein. I think we'll substitute protein around. powder for protein from food. 
Yeah. So taking out protein powder and putting in yeah. food, what would hurt her results? No, I would say it's kind of even. Like protein powder, we use it not because we just like love it, but because it's like a nice and convenient and easy way to get your total Quick. protein higher. Plus it's faster digesting Quick. for post-workout. So yeah, I mean, honestly, and I tell some people this sometimes if they don't, if they can't afford supplements or they, you know, don't like protein powder, a lot of people don't like it and don't want to have it in their daily diet. And that is fine. You could absolutely fulfill your protein needs with whole food sources. And I would say that's, you know, just as good, if not better as having a protein supplement in your diet. You don't have to have supplements at all, but like we said, it has its purpose because it's quick and easy yep. and it's sweet. So it's kind of like, sometimes you might get bored of eating only savory well, meals. Yeah. Plus know? it's like, you can add it to, um, baked goods to make it a yeah. healthier option. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I think you can get away with it. Like but you I, could use egg whites instead I, or yeah. So do it and tell us what your results were. Mm -hmm. I'd like to know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have, uh, Lucy, Vilimova says, what do you think about the product MyProtein Total Nutri-Greens? Is it comparable, at least a little, with the greens powder that you use? In my country, athletic greens powder isn't available. And I want to thank especially Jessica for the video number one reason you're not getting flat abs. I finally understand hmm. how to do it and starting to show the results. Yeah. Yay. So if you haven't seen that, that's an old video, isn't it? It's well, it's last year. Yeah. yeah. It's not super old, but it's like, yeah, it's we'll link that video while. down below. It was before I was pregnant. That's for sure. Yeah. So to answer your question, um, my protein total Nutri-Greens and I'm not a huge fan of it. I've tried it. I've tried it and you know, you look at the ingredients and I think the first ingredient is actually soy. Sucralose? Oh, wow. Uh, sucralose, holy. Is it sweetened with sucralose or no? No, I don't think it is. It yeah. might be. Some green powders are really I don't even really know if it's sweetened with anything. But yeah. anyway, um, it's soy, I think. Don't quote me on that. But I don't, I, I try, I've tried it. But like I said, I use Athletic Greens or um, Jessica uses Organifi as well, and we'll, we'll link those down below. Those are both top-notch. Those are better sources yeah. in my opinion. Like I said to you guys before on a previous episode, like I am a MyProtein ambassador, um, but it doesn't mean I take all of their products because they have so many freaking products anyway. But some of their products in my opinion are like really good and they're clean, they're healthy, like one ingredient type stuff. Other ones, where they try to make something like brownies and those sort of things, like healthify them, I think they kind of miss the mark a little bit on the ingredients that they use. So I don't promote those. Um, this Nutri-Greens is yeah. not something that I take and I think there's better options, like you said, Athletic Greens or the uh, Organifi. Well, I'm wondering if you've checked out if Organifi will deliver to your country. You didn't say what country you're from, but they yeah. might. You, so you could try that. That would definitely be our like alternative choice if you can't get Athletic Greens. Yeah. Um, but you could also kind of make your own green superfood. I know it's going to be hard to like replicate really because there's a lot of ingredients in these powders. Actually, I don't, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, go ahead. Do you, um, my protein just came out with a new organic range. Mm -hmm. And they sent me, it's chlor chlorella, mm -hmm. is it? Yeah. Um, and it's comparable to sp spirulina. spirulina. Is it spirulina? So I haven't, spirulina. I haven't, it's still here. I haven't tested it yet. I still don't know much about it, but if it, if it is like a greens type mm -hmm. powder, um, so that may be something that you may want to check out. So we'll link yeah. that down below. It's more pure. It doesn't have anything else in it. So yeah, you like, can mix it into your smoothie. Disclaimer, you know? I haven't yeah. tried it yet. Yeah. Um, it's still there, but um, it 
seems like that would be a, a good option as well. I, I just like Organifi and Athletic Greens because of the combination of ingredients yeah, they have. But yeah. like if I were without them and didn't have a choice, I would just make my own green smoothies with like some kale, some spinach, yeah. some you know, cucumber, like, like just kind of like put your own greens in a, yeah, in a just, smoothie. But. Just because it's a greens powder, like I've had bad greens powders before like that aren't good. Yeah. And um, so those are the two brands that we like to stick with. Mm -hmm. But we'll link up that My Protein, the other version down mm -hmm. there. Okay. 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 All right. Next question from Ania Orr on Facebook says: Body composition after one month of training at the gym with weights: forty-three point five percent muscle, twenty percent fat, at one hundred thirty pounds, five eight, age twenty-eight. So according to some indexes, this is high muscle mass percentage, but I don't look muscular at all. I have noodle arms, but thicker legs genetically. I have some fat here and there on my abs and thighs. I think because my diet is not completely clean yet, eating grains whole and maybe too salty, my body structure looks pretty bony now, so I don't know what direction should I follow. Is lowering my body fat a good idea, or is it going to make me look even more bony, meaning I am working on toning my muscles? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think, yeah, I know what you're, what you're getting at. Well, you know, oh, I thought you were going to say you know what I'm going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? Oh, I don't know. You go ahead. But I, that was like a tough, like it was a very in-depth question. Which is question. good. It gives us a lot so, of background. So yeah. like, but I think I know what, we're, what you're trying to get at. So you go ahead. You're saying that she, what's your understanding is that she wants to tone up? She wants to tone up without... Without gaining too much She's just muscle? wondering, should she lose body fat or build muscle is essentially oh, what okay. it is. So, so the question is the classic, should I bulk or yeah. should I cut kind of thing. And my answer is body recomposition. So that is yeah. you're using the, the, the stored body fat as fuel to fuel your muscle gains. So you see what I'm saying with that? So it's like workouts like Live Lean Afterburn where it's metabolic style training where you're lifting heavier weights, you're keeping rest periods short so it's very metabolic, your heart rate is up. So you're burning fat, but you're also maintaining your strength and potentially building strength and building muscle because you're doing like squats and presses, all of the compound movements that you typically do to build muscle. So it's kind of taking um, from both theories of muscle building and fat burning and combining them into one. And I think based on what you said, that is what you're looking to do. So I would put you on a metabolic training style like that. Body recomp program. Livelyandafterburn.com. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is ignore those, you know, scan numbers because, you know, you had your test done at one gym. I bet you anything, if you went to another gym and had the test done again, you'd get different numbers. And like the numbers don't mean anything if you look in the mirror and you're not happy with what you see. Yeah. So you're saying by some indexes, that's a lot of muscle mass. If you look in the mirror and you don't think you look muscular, then you're not, you know? So I would, if it were me, I would focus hardcore on building more muscle. Yep. Get rid of those noodle arms, like fill yourself out a little bit. Yeah. I think that's so cute, noodle arms. But um, yeah, if that were me and my body, that's what I would kind of tackle first. I would be like, all right, we need to get some lean muscle on this body. And uh, you know, nobody wants to look like a hanger. So why would you want to lose any more weight? <laughs> like, right? Like I don't want to look like a clothes hanger. <laughs> like I did that to myself when I was first starting out in fitness. Like I thought it was all about the measurements and the numbers and everything. So when I would measure myself, I would think that my body fat was too high and my weight was too high just because I didn't have any like sense of what it should be. And who's to even say what number you should be, right? It's like just based on your height, it doesn't give you an answer of like what your weight should be. Like it's different for every person. And you say you're naturally kind of thicker in the legs anyway. 
maybe that's just like, maybe you will look, you'll be one of those women, women who has like that gorgeous, voluptuous lower body, you know, and a leaner upper body. That's not wrong. Not everyone has to be like balanced and symmetrical. So what I'm trying to say, like a long story cut short is, you know, do what works best for you and what makes you feel good and judge yourself based on what you see and feel rather than, you know, measurements that someone does at the gym. Well said. Good night, everyone. That was a little rantish. I, li I, li I liked it. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> All right. You felt good about that answer, didn't you? She feels that. good now. I feel good. Good. I like that. I like the confidence. All right. Next question. Because it, it sounds like baby Jess. Like, I've been there, you know? So I like I that. Feel because it. Baby Brad has I've, been there, too. Baby Brad's been there. I've been through that phase. I learned a lot, and now I want to share it with you. All right, Annie, or you just got yourself a wicked question answered. Now you got to go wicked. execute. Yeah, we want to see the results. All right. Take pics Next now question. and later. Snapchat, Dex to Real. How often can I drink BCAs when building muscle? Ah, uh, ha, 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 How often? I would say, you know, follow the directions on the uh, supplement label because different brands are going to have different um, dosages, I guess. That's but lame. Oh. Is it though? Really? I don't know. I always feel like with supplements, when people ask how much I take, it's like, um, I read the labels and I take what the label yeah, says. But that's there's... what I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. Yeah. I don't mean lame that that's the way I'm you answer like, it. I just yeah. mean like, seriously, like. You don't like following suggestions? I, well, no, I don't mind following suggestions, but if you look at... Like the company's suggestion, because they've been it's not e tested. Yeah, but if it's not it's not even necessarily the company's suggestion, because the company wants you to consume as much of it as possible so they can resell it again. But I just find that the recommend do recommended doses of John's supplements are so low, which oh, is the so opposite. you're going to say take more than they tell you yes, to take. Yes, it's because... So then you have to buy it even more frequently. But but that's <laughs> like, if you look at the, the studies and stuff, it's like, you need to take a lot more... Like this is like you know you gotta follow your doctor's advice. Let's throw that out there, because I'm <laughs> what not a lame answer. Uh, I'm not like taking any heat for anything. But it's like if you take oh, it's like just look at the vitamin industry. Mm -hmm. Like vitamin C or yeah. vitamin D is a good example. Like vitamin D, like one little tablet is a um, thousand IU's or whatever it is. But mm -hmm. if you really want to get like the effects of vitamin D, you gotta like multiply that by X amount. I don't know if there's any harm of overdosing on BCAAs, but like... Well, it's just amino acids, so... I know, but still, you can overdose on anything. Oh, you can. Anything. Even water, you guys. You yes, can you overdose can, on what's it. What's it called? Hypodermia or something? Hy hypo... Hyper... Something. Hyperhydration, I think. Is it? Like Whatever. That. But... Not hypothermia. <laughs> I said hyperdemia. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Whatever. But, but honestly, I think the thing is, you just like you got to kind of test it out yourself and like ask yourself, what kind of result are you trying to see? You're trying to build muscle. Some BCAs is going to help you too much BCAs is probably just going to be a waste of BCAs. Yeah, it's, it's not like, that it's going to hurt you. It's just going to be, so what I would recommend or what I would do is if I'm in like a serious muscle building phase, I would have five grams before my workout, five grams during my workout and five grams after my workout. It's 15 total 15 per day. 15 grams. Yeah. But if you look at the, some actually some labels may say do exactly that. It really depends. I don't yeah. know. But just saying like follow the rec the labels is the safe way to do it. But is it, you know, gonna get you the best results? Well let's might be too let's low. be clear. I mean, all labels are gonna give 
the same recommendation to every single person yes. taking that product. Yes. So you're supposed to take 15 grams and I'm also yes. supposed to take 15 grams, even though you're like 40 pounds heavier than and me. And I'm so training harder and right. I'm more and like more extensive, more intense. Right. Like, so yeah, like it's that's like, what I'm trying mm. to, that's a good point. That's what I'm right. trying to get at is the labels are like typically for the, the average. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like the daily calories per day that somebody should eat or right. the, the amount of protein someone, the RDA that the government, it's like, if you this is for people label, who, yeah go to work for nine hours a day, they don't move their body, they don't train in the gym, like they're just like living. Right. That's like for them, but when it's people like us who are watching the show, like you guys that are looking to perform better to increase your health and just to be overall level up your life, you gotta take in more nutrients than the recommended amount. That's what I'm trying to say. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just think to yourself, am I average? Or am I an athlete? Yes. And so athletes are going to have different dosages than just like average Joes. And then also think, what is your body size? And like, are you bigger than the average person? Like, you know, when it comes to like taking ibuprofen or something, if I were to give my dad a dose of ibuprofen, he's like huge. I yeah. would give him, you know, he's like six foot four, big football player guy. I would give him three and I would probably take one myself. Yeah. So I'm just saying the dose is going to vary depending on your body size. Yeah, but size. the recommendation on the bottle would be like, take one, but your right. dad would notice the difference if you took one not at all he wouldn't feel nothing so that's yeah. what i'm getting at yeah all right guys so just don't hammer me with all this stuff about uh overdosing on supplements and everything i can just imagine the comments now hopefully it's you... not our fault if you od on bcaa <laughs> yeah, we're, we're putting that disclaimer out there right <laughs> which now. i don't even think is possible i don't even know what the side effect but would anyway be, like what you would feel like yeah but, but bottom line here dex um i know you, you've been doing some of the programs you've been on live lean mass you've been on live lean strength as well so i know like i got a good sense of where you are in the game so like i said five grams pre five games during five games post games? Or grams, grams <laughs> post all right next question <laughs> <laughs> Alex Eam on Snapchat says, have you heard about Vince Garanda's steak and eggs diet? Do you recommend it? The fats are mainly butter, meat, and eggs, and it's kind of keto. And is butter a healthy fat? Yeah, so... We talked about butter on the last episode. Yeah, Vince Garanda is, uh, if you guys don't know who he is, he's like an old school strength coach bodybuilder from like the 70s? Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know who yeah, he is too, do you? I think, yeah. That's impressive, all right. Oh, babe, did you, you know I'm like an She's inner more meathead. of a meathead yeah. than I am. <laughs> I have my little bro library with yeah. all my like Arnold books. And, and I, I think Vince Durano was also the dude that popularized like the seven by seven training style. Mm. So seven reps, seven sets of an exercise. Mm -hmm. um, so, so he, what do you think he of was very influential in the, in the time and day and steak and eggs, like that's what I kind of recommend for what I call the PFF for the meat and nuts, which I learned through uh, Charles Poliquin was, you know, protein, healthy fat, and fiber. Mm -hmm. So, um, it doesn't sound like there's any veggies in there, but <laughs> yes, well, you could add some veggies. it is, uh, based on a keto. So they do right. keep their veggies a little bit lower, but at least like some kale or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Yeah. But anyway, like that's, that's a, I would much prefer you eat steak and eggs with no vegetables than a bowl of frosted flakes or mm -hmm. a bowl of cornflakes, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Yeah. Um, the, the protein, and I just did a video on this. You guys go watch my video, the best um, breakfast for weight loss, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. It's up on YouTube right now. That's very similar 
or the, the similar components, the similar macronutrients to what you're talking about there. So yeah, it's really, really similar. Yeah, it's, I, it's ground beef in there and some eggs. It's healthy. There's it's, other stuff too. But you know, it's yeah. organic meat, so you're getting healthy fats, healthy proteins. It's uh, organic eggs, healthy fats, healthy proteins, nuts, avocados. You're getting your greens from arugula or whatever kind of spinach, whatever kind of fibrous vegetable you want to throw in there. Um, it's very similar, man. So I am all all on board with that. Mm -hmm. I love with so that. So me and Vince Duranda, we're, you know, we do it. But the one thing is you probably would substitute instead of butter, you would probably use coconut oil. Yeah, right? I, I just, I don't feel personally good on butter because of just my body Gives you type. that greasy feel. And get the greasy feel. So uh, I do coconut but oil. do you but... think butter is a healthy fat is the final question. Yeah, here. for some people. Mm -hmm. um, if, it's, it's if, like it's, of... if it's grass fed, right. of course, like it's not conventional, like, you know, the, the, it's coming from a healthy cow, mm -hmm. then by all means. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm kind of like on the fence on how my feelings about butter. Like I love the taste of it. Do I want to eat it daily? Absolutely not. I've already said this on other episodes. I would just, wouldn't feel like healthy eating that every day. I yeah. prefer coconut oil as my everyday kind of yes. cooking fat. So once again, like we always say guys, you do you. Yeah, you do you. You, you have yeah. something that works for you. Right. I have something that works for me. Right. You guys may have something different that works for you. If it works for you, keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, like, uh, this is my little rant here. That for, was the last question. This is my little rant here for the end of the show. Everything that we talk about, everything that we recommend, we are recommending it to the people out there who are complaining that they're not getting results or that they're doing this, they're doing this, but they're not getting results. We, this is why we do our show, is to help those people get results, put them on the right straight path. So if you are doing stuff that is different than what we're talking about and you're getting results, you do you. More power to you guys. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if you're keto or you're paleo or you're vegan or whatever you are. If you're loving it the bottom and you're line. just watching us just for fun, then that's totally yeah. fine. We're not you know, talking to those people who are already cool and doing, they're on their right path. But this information and answering all these questions and everything is for people who are begging us to like help us, because help them get results. They're you confused. Know? They don't know what yeah. to do. Like that is who our content is out. for. Yeah. So, um, you know, like if you're on another path with your, with your nutrition, then once again, we're not judging you. We're not trying to convert you. We're just telling you to keep doing you and respect other people's opinions on how they uh, go about their diet and nutrition if they're getting results in a healthy way. Absolutely. There, All right. are, there are a million ways to approach your fitness and nutrition. Yep. Like it's been proven time and time again. You can look at every like different sector and find a super fit person that does things a different way. Yeah. You know, one place on YouTube, you're seeing someone who's vegan and completely shredded and, and then we're over here and then there's like another channel with someone who's keto and like killing it. So I'm just saying that there isn't one way to get fit. So that's, that's it. it. <laughs> so jinx. question of the day. Who had the question last week? It's your turn now. Damn it. I remember last week I was supposed to have that question. I was supposed I know. to ask it you and then like, I forgot it yeah. again. I didn't write it oh. down. Do you have a question? Um... Yeah, I kind of want to know what you guys feed your dog. <laughs> it's a good because, like we told you, we're still kind of figuring things out with Bruno, and every dog's different. Like Peyton had a ridiculous transformation on his, you know, raw butcher diet, whatever, and just it didn't work out for Bruno. So we're changing things again, and we kind of like what we're feeding him now. But some days he just doesn't seem that hungry, and but, he's not that into it, and so yeah. You know, I just like to know, like, do most people feed their dog kibble and is it working well for some dogs? And 
just tell us because we're experimenting. That's it. Thank you guys for watching. And do you even have a dog, bro? We love you. If you don't have a dog, go get one. There's a lot of dogs out there who need a home. You guys are good people because yeah. you're watching this show. Go adopt And it'll help you get your daily steps in. Yes, and it will help you get the 10,000 steps very yeah. easily. So mm -hmm. guys, thanks for watching. We absolutely love you. Happy holidays. If you're watching this show around any holiday, what may be, <laughs> we love you. Yep. And keep living lean. Living lean. Boy. Boy. Big shout out to all our Live Lean podcast listeners. We love you and would so appreciate it if you would give this podcast a review. We need your feedback to improve and grow. So please give us a review right now.